Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, baby, it is Friday. It is noon, and you know what that means. We go to the Harbor One hotline to talk to our friend, the voice of baseball in Boston. His opinions matter, Lou Merloni. Lou, good afternoon. You know, every time I hear that open, I think about how right I was about the closer. Uh, <laughs> million percent right on that. And, you know, Lou, in all seriousness, if they had a closer last year, yeah. I wonder how that would have changed the offseason for Heim Bloom. Like, had they not punted away all those games in, in April early on, if they just won a few, and even if they limped into the postseason, I wonder how just having a closer last year might have had the butterfly effect on this season. Well, I mean, look, look at this year. I mean, if you had last year's bullpen, you know, I think they're 17-0 and when leading after the sixth inning. I don't know, take three or four wins off the top of this team right now. You're a 500 team. You're under 500, which is kind of where you floated all year last year. So, yeah, you know, like I know who's going in the ninth inning, and Jansen's been fantastic. And when you have a bullpen that wins the games they're supposed to win, you find yourself where you are right now, right in the thick of things. Yeah, because that, that was my question is just how, like how important was the Kenley Jansen signing? Oh. You know, forget about the 400th career save. We weren't really, you know, I don't know, moved by that. But just the fact that, Listen, a big game, two game series against Atlanta, and you split. And one of the reasons is why your, you know, your closer came in and locked it up for you again. Yeah, no, it's been huge, Christian. I mean, you know, he's had a, he's had a few uh, saves where like he's gotten a little bit of trouble, and you're like, oh man, like last year, inexperienced closer or somebody is just going to lose their mind here and they're going to blow this game, and he just doesn't. You know, his experience and you know, last year was. All right, who's our best pitcher? Okay, is it how closing, or is it Whitlock closing, or is it Schreiber closing? But you know what? We, we need this guy in the ace. It's the best part of the lineup. And who's going to pitch the ninth? I don't know. What's the pocket? Like, all that talk is just such garbage. It's like, give me a closer. I know who throws the ninth, and I can now I can use my other guys that are throwing well in the seventh and eighth. It's a no-brainer. So it's made life a lot easier. Was Kenley Jansen's adjustment to the pitch clock, Lou, overstated, or has he just – taken to it like a duck to water. Yeah, I think it was something that was like worth watching to see because nobody really, I didn't really know who he was or what he was about. Um, but it hasn't been an issue at all, you know, and then kind of seeing him go about his business, you can understand why. Like everything's a challenge for him. You know, as he's getting older, it's a challenge for him to stay in shape and continue to be dominant. Um, I, I tell you, I, I'm really impressed with how this guy works. Like I've, I, you know, clubhouse opens up at whatever time. You go in there, he's already a sweaty mess. I remember in spring training getting to the ballpark and seeing him out there dragging a sled from foul pole to foul pole like 8.30 in the morning, and that was the day he was pitching. 
in spring training. You know, like, it's just he works, man, and it's not a surprise that he's having the kind of year that he has right now because he's throwing the hell out of the ball, the higher velocity he has in a long time, maybe even ever. Loomer Loney talking Red Sox and baseball here with two sweaty guys, Gresham Fourier, who always sweaty mess. Work. Sweaty, sweaty mess. mess. Yeah. Here on yeah. uh, WEI. <laughs> view, I mean, uh, Lou, how do you view saves? In one breath, we talk about, boy, if you had a closer last year, how different could it be? Yet, when it's, you know, you Frankie Rodriguez and Kenley Jansen and some guys who are in the Hall of Fame and all that stuff, people have tried to denigrate the save stat. Where do you land on the save? You know, I, I don't think people can really give it enough credit in like what their role is and how it helps a team. It's, you know, it's like an individual stat. Well, not really. Like what Alex is able to do now because he has, you know, this Hall of Fame closer, you know, or what other teams, what the Yankees were able to do when they had Mo Rivera. And it wasn't just he was so good at his job. It was, it was how I was able to manipulate the, the game before that or the next night. Boy, use a bullpen because he can go to the next night. Mo used to do that a lot. And it's like it, it makes your team that much better, and we're seeing it. You know, when you got a couple of guys, whether it's Winkowski or Martin throwing the ball well and Schreiber, and if you get Crawford out there, and how Alex can use them because you have this great closer. So I don't think closers get enough credit um, with how easy they make the, the game for their manager, and there should be more consideration for Hall of Fame for those guys. All right, Lou, so um, the rotation has been, like, I guess, a, a big talking yeah. point lately because uh, I'm just looking at MLB.com and looking at all these names and assuming, uh, you know, uh, Whitlock is going to come off the IL, 15-day IL soon. You have too many guys, Lou, and, and Brian Bell- yep. Bayo made a seemed like a pretty good case for him to stay. So who are your top five guys? <laughs> you know, I, I wish it was an easy discussion because I, I could sit there and tell you that I think your best rotation – is Sale, Bayo, Hauk, Whitlock, and Crawford, and the kids. And that might be your best rotation moving forward for the next five years, so why not find out now? And the problem is, is that I don't think that helps your team. I don't think you win that many games because I think it takes two guys out of your bullpen that have been extremely valuable or could be valuable. I, I think it, it adds some older guys to your bullpen that I don't know if, if they would even help or what they would be like. You know, So it sounds to me like they're going to stick with Three guys going this weekend out in San Diego, meaning Paxton, Sale, and Kluber. And those last two spots will be decided at some point. Now, kind of buying some time, right? There could be an injury. That's why they don't announce it. It could be before you tell, you have a tough discussion with a pitcher, you know, let's make sure everybody gets out healthy. Let's make sure Paxton is healthy tonight. But I think it's awful hard at this point to take Bayo and Hauk out of this rotation, which could lead to a very difficult conversation with Nick Pavetta. Well, that, that's where I was going to go. I feel like that's like the dead man walking in a way, and maybe he's got to stay of execution because you still need a little bit more confirmation with Bayo. Like it's looking good, and you know you don't you don't really know what the upside is, and you really kind of know what Pavetta is, right? I mean, you've, he's been yeah. pitching long enough where like he's not going to surprise you anymore. Like you know what he is. Yeah, and you know before the season started, I never thought he'd go to the pen because he's the only guy of all these people that we've mentioned that has had 31, 32 starts a year and gives innings every year. Everybody else, you have no clue. Come old, coming back from injury, young, you have no idea. But when you start looking at it, and I think really Kluber and Paxton, if he's going to be upset about anything, are the ones that kind of squeeze him out. Because, you know, Paxton, this guy's been in for two years. He's not a, a big league game in 765 days. 
you're not going to give him one start and say, wow, the control's not there, let's get rid of him. you got to give him six, seven starts to figure out what he is. Maybe he can help, maybe he can't. So what are and, you expecting you know, from him then? Like first oh, outing, I mean, what, what would be a good day? You know, I'm not even looking at stats, Christian. I'm just looking at, like, his stuff. Like, I, I want to see him throw 95, 96 miles an hour. I want to see the really good curveball that he once had and a cutter. You know, I want, like, it's sort of like Sale. When he started throwing 95, 96, you're like, okay, it's there. But then he didn't have his slider. And, but then he did. It's just inconsistent. And hopefully he gets more consistent. And so I expect an extremely inconsistent outing for Paxton. Maybe some command issues. Maybe doesn't have field location for his off-speed stuff. And if he gives you four innings and gives up three runs and strikes out four and walks four, that's kind of where I expect him to live. A lot of fours. Lou Maloney with us. Uh, I look at the numbers for Tristan Cassis, 167 and 96 at-bats. He's hit five bombs. There, There's nothing that jumps out. The OBP is at 311. It, it, it doesn't look right to me. What am I missing, Lou? No, it doesn't. And that's just like the length of a season so far. It was a really bad April for him. But, you know, he could have a great month, and we could have this discussion saying, I'm sorry, but 215 doesn't cut it, you know, with, with seven home runs. You know, so he, he dug himself such a hole that it's going to be, like, hard for him to kind of get up to a 280 number, you know, on the year, you know, the further you get. But I would say the last two weeks or the last week or so, you know, the numbers are, are starting to come back. He's hit a couple home runs. He's still drawing his walks. He's probably hitting 300 the last five games, and that's really all you can do. The yearly number, the batting average is what it is. It's going to take a while. But he could get hot for a month, aggression, still be hitting 210, and we could have this discussion again. Hmm. But it, as long as he gets hot for the next month, it continues to kind of do what he's done here last week. Lou, is it just normal growth curve stuff, or is he overmatched? Like, are there any warning signs to you outside of this is just a 23-year-old finding his way in the bigs? Yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a tough league, you know, and I know talking to him, he's, he's, a, you know, he's an enjoyable kid to kind of have a conversation with, right, because he gets deep in certain areas with hitting and things. But was there a sense of, I don't know, I don't call it overconfidence, but, you know, this won't be that hard? You know, type of thing. Like, I know I can do this, maybe. Um, and then the reality kind of hit that this is a really hard league, and there aren't too many guys up there just flipping 89 four-seamers with horrible curveballs. Like, it's a tough league. And um, I think there was some swing adjustments that he needed to make. There was maybe not be as patient, because if you are, they'll bury you with two strikes at this level. So I think he's figuring it all out. But he's looked a lot better, I would say, the last week so far. So, Lou, I'm just looking at the ALE standings and, of course, um, you know, uh, you know, just the teams that the, yeah. the Red Sox. I, I mean, is this put this in perspective for me because I'm just – this has got to be one of the best divisions, you know, best uh, as far as all the teams combined, as far as they're all above 500, especially when you compare them to the other divisions where they may have one team barely above 500 – Almost every well, every single team is above 500, and then you got the Rays with 30 wins. Yeah. No, it's it, – this is what was going to happen, right, with the balanced schedule. Like, if you look at the Red Sox last year outside their division, I think they might have been 15 or 20 games over 500, like outside their division. And when you play less games against one another and you get to play more teams outside your division, you really start to see how dominant this one is. And it is. You know, and it's like the Yankees are in last place and I think they would be in first place in a couple divisions or second place in about two or three other ones. Like, it's off the charts. Like, the teams are just that much better than kind of everybody else. And then you've got teams in certain divisions that 
they don't get to play the, the bad teams as much anymore in the Central. You know, and, and you're starting to see it in the standings. It's loaded. Do, do you think that the, you know, we talked about how tough this uh, Red Sox schedule was like the last, I don't know, maybe two weeks or so, you know, and yeah. then they, they fared pretty well during the, the, the tougher part of, of their schedule. And I feel like some other teams have been feasting on crappy teams and building up right. their, their win record. When are we? When are we thinking that? When is? Do you think that the the Red Sox could have an opportunity for like a nice little streak to kind of even pad their win total? Um, well, I think when you look at the schedule, I want to say it's like the first or second week in August. So get ready for the Sox to come out of the deadline on fire, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's it's a stretch of like Kansas City, Washington, Detroit. Um, if, if they finally get that ten game stretch of all these, like, bad teams. that every, every night I look up, the Yankees are playing the A's. Awesome. You know, the Orioles are playing the Nats. Fantastic. You know, it's, it's like when you get them, and they sort of sprinkle them out throughout the season, but there's a stretch in August, kind of like three or four days after the deadline, where you start playing some of these teams. That should be a good stretch for them. But you're right. They're holding their own. I mean, they're playing really good baseball, winning series against some really good baseball teams, you know, right now. So it's, it's been impressive. Lou, I know it's early. However, as I scroll like ESPN.com, I see stuff, uh, columns from Buster Olney of the, hey, here's kind of the early buzz in GM offices. We're almost 40 games in. What teams could be looking for? Is there a date on the calendar that you circle where you say, okay, this is when we can really look at the record and truly start to think about what moves we would want to make to potentially add to this team is there a date or a spot in the schedule in mind where that stuff really starts to take shape for you you know i don't, I don't think there's really that spot it's always the thought is always like the first two months see what you've got you'll know, identify what you need and you know at that point in another few weeks you're gonna you know, hopefully you, you can just hit mondesi we haven't seen it all yet mm. right like it's shortstop so hopefully you can get him back You'll have an idea on Duval's timetable. Maybe a better idea on Story's timetable. Um, Crawford will be back. Whitlock will be back. So, you know, I would say in about three weeks from now, hey, June 1st or so, you have a better idea where you are on the injury front. And as far as needs go, I don't know what they would be at this point. I, and I think you sort of play it out and injuries play a role. You know, are all these kids in the bullpen? Is your bullpen lights out? Do you need rotation depth to keep it that way? Um, or do you move these young kids to the rotation? And then you say, okay, now we need bullpen help because we've taken a couple guys out of that bullpen. So I think in another two or three weeks when the rotation settles in and you get a better idea of some of these injuries and you see what Mondesi looks like, you'll have a better idea. Uh, just quickly, Lou, do the Cardinals suck as bad as their record? Yeah, see, I don't think so. I mean, it's completely dysfunctional. Um, I never say a team sucks until you walk out of there with a sweep. You know, I, I never say a pitcher is awful until I get two or three hits off him. Because if I say it before the game, he's shoving it. You know, like he ain't, he's throwing a shutout. So any team that's got Arenado and Goldschmidt and Contreras can still swing it. And some of the guys in this team, I, you know, it's, it's, I don't believe they're that bad until they walk out of here getting swept or at least taking two out of three. It's just a lot of dysfunction. It seems like their catcher, Contreras, is being blamed for all of it for not calling a proper game. But I think some of those people should look in the mirror be honest with you. I like it. There we go. Some hot stuff from our friend Lou Maloney with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Hit him straight, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, pal. Sounds good. See you guys. There we go. There goes uh, Sweet Lou breaking it all down on the Harbor One Hotline. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.